because of english mainly they don't know sometimes right. when they look at things they can understand but if if i were to ask them okay what is polymorphism what is encapsulation they would be like what, what? <laughs> even when working on companies some companies would be like wouldn't try new technologies they would just mm. continue to work on whatever they are or yes. they would have their own set of frameworks kind of things they would have their own set of products they would just continue for a very long term and 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 it's unfortunate that programmers with very good skills very good mind they can quickly grasp new things but they would be never be exposed to that they would never be motivated to learn new things they would just stay where they are Hello Gaurav bhai welcome to Laravel India podcast how you are feeling about this podcast and uh, what's your excitement level I'm very excited uh, of course uh, in fact uh, if you remember we have also discussed about it in the past that we should be doing some more podcasts and all and right. finally this is a good chance good excuse to to do it <laughs> and yes i am very excited to finally do it with you Yeah I'm also really excited you are the first indian guest on Laravel India podcast so congratulations to you and me both thank you <laughs> it's really nice okay so uh first let's talk about the laracon india which is the reason we both are here and that is the motivation for me to restart this laravel india podcast so how you are excited about the laravel uh sorry laracon india and what was your reaction when you heard that you are going to give a talk in front of 1000 people and the laravel community of course it was uh, very exciting i mean kind of confused so initially mm-hmm. course, they were they were just butterflies you know after submitting <laughs> whether, whether i will be selected or not right. it it's a huge thing and i have not done this before mm-hmm. and when i got the news it was like wow i, I just <laughs> uh, i just yeah. could not sit and then immediately i informed my team first and mm. they were very excited party time and all no oh. and then i was just restless restless I, i just wanted to inform everyone around me about yeah, about this this thing that happened with me and then i informed friends family members but for them it mm. was not a big thing of course it's just yeah. okay good <laughs> <laughs> because we organize local meetups here exactly. where i talk regularly so it's it's just one of those things for them that okay yeah, i will be talking in front of some people around what whatever i work on <laughs> but yeah okay. I, i almost for like 24 hours uh, i i was just feeling positive no no matter what would happen with me i was just feeling <laughs> good that that yeah it's it's finally happened <laughs> good but it's like a strange thing when you tell your family member or your friends who doesn't know about what is laracon and how it feel to be the speaker on any laracon or any conference yeah. they're like okay you are a speaker then what <laughs> like oh i am the speaker okay so what? that's okay so what <laughs> what what's the big deal <laughs> indeed <laughs> yeah it's it's really like uh, how should i express my feeling <laughs> that's really right. uh, confusing thing but and i can understand i can relate to the feeling you are facing or uh, you're having that because in 2018 when i was selected for the talk and at that time i didn't know anything about the web the laravel uh, i don't know how <laughs> they selected me but that was the time uh, when i was i got selected and i got the message and i was like 
okay i i didn't realize that this is really happened and uh, right even i don't know at that i didn't know at that time like what is being as a speaker how should i feel how should i react but yeah it's really amazing thing and uh, it's a proud moment for all of all indians all laravel people that someone from india is now going to speak at laracon it's really yeah, big yes indeed <laughs> yeah. okay so uh, i asked this thing to every person on my podcast what is your native language what wh- which language you speak at home so as we discussed we are from india and inside india we have so many languages exactly. so i am from west part of india mm-hmm. uh, fr- the state name is gujarat and we speak gujarati wow. uh, which is our native language okay so now teach me one gujarati word which is not that famous and i i not able to teach you anything because you already know hindi but otherwise i teach hindi word to the <laughs> guest so i am done <laughs> i am happy i don't have to teach anything <laughs> just teach me one gujarati word which is not that famous well yeah. so one one word that has always been kind of very close to us as gujarati uh, is is something called hai which is in hindi it would be kya or in oh. english it would be in short it would be what but generally the the reason i like it is let's say we are talking in english and and you just say something i don't understand it so i'll be like oh sorry satak i didn't get you what do you mean yeah. something like that yeah, yeah. Uh, or in short at least it would be what yeah in hindi it would be kya but yeah. in gujarati it's even shorter it's ha <laughs> <laughs> and and there are multiple use cases of this yes okay uh, multiple use cases yeah character so, um, uh, yeah so, so first one is as we discussed i just i just didn't get you and sometimes even if i would be surprised for example you would come to me and, and say that hey gardo you are selected for laracon i would say eh? Eh? really <laughs> it would be the same word in in this case too it it is very funny for us yes. <laughs> it's good so uh, when we will be there on the laracon i will first say ha eh? <laughs> you are here garo <laughs> surprise <laughs> surprised <laughs> okay so let's come back to laracon india and since you are now going to give a talk how is your preparation and how you are preparing for your talk right of course i am very excited Uh, about uh, the preparations uh, uh, the topic that is uh, selected for me is not announced yet but uh, it's my favorite and, and and it's more about getting into uh, laravel framework which has been my interest or you would say hobby since long i'm not going to ask the title or what what topic of your talk is but is it like for beginner or an advanced topic or like what's the level it is something that is useful for all but i am okay. trying my best to simplify it to the levels that beginners can uh, understand it okay. and uh, get more uh, use of the features that laravel provides is it is it like core feature or some other package core Core, core. Oh, core I, I'm really excited because if this is a <laughs> core feature and someone can teach it in a different way so that everyone can get it, I will be really happy. My task is done. I don't have to create the video on that. 
it's good and, thing. and it's just like every other complex subject this right uh, and laravel core is, is is so beautiful and so detailed that mm-hmm. you take anyone's uh, opinion about it mm-hmm. or different way of sharing it you would get something new yes it's pretty so, exciting yeah so uh, guru you have given so many uh, talks on meetups a lot of meetups yep. you we we are had uh, like conducting every city level meetup for laravel and uh, you are one of the host for i think laravel rajput right true yes yeah so how this talk is going to be different and what's your experience uh, in terms of the preparation you are doing for the talks for the meetups and the talk you are going to give so talks for the meetups preparations take a lot time we can stretch up until let us say and generally it is okay uh even the presentations um we can prepare quickly we try our best to do more and more but yes. you know time limitations because and because we are doing this frequently mm-hmm. we have to make sure that our work is not affected yeah. but laracon it, it it's <laughs> it's kind of once in a lifetime opportunity so exactly my focus here is to make the mm-hmm. presentation really good Mm-hmm. uh slides and everything has to be top notch yeah exactly and also i will be practicing more in in mm-hmm. meetups if you are giving the talk less practice is okay but mm-hmm. here uh, i i am going to do uh, more and more repetitions to make sure that i don't miss any of the important points that i wish to share yes that's good this is really nice and also uh, i will be uh investing more to uh time and resources more to just look a bit better uh, in, in meetup it's just regular clothes you just go and it's okay <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's it's Hopefully. really important now <laughs> thousand people are going to watch you <laughs> right right okay uh let's let's switch gear to the old days and uh, tell me about the gorav before the coding or maybe school days uh, and then proceed to the college and how you land up to the uh, programming world and especially then how you got into laravel oh it's uh, i i asked I, i asked this question everyone because i want to know like is everyone's journey like me that like everyone <laughs> is hard so uh, like prepared so hard and uh, initially they didn't know anything about programming and eventually they came up into programming or is there any really good pattern uh yes uh, i and i have seen that everyone's uh, journey is kind of different but on similar track yes uh, i guess sim- mine is also that way uh in early days when i was in 9th or 10th standards i was very interested in computers so pretty much i was decided i would do computers Mm-hmm. what exactly i didn't know but it's just that i love them it's just like mm-hmm. all of us i would do something with them only and um, but i did commerce my graduation in commerce and with that i was doing diploma in it uh, niit institute many of them may know about it oh. so i did ni from niit uh, i did diploma Good. in it with my graduation Good. in commerce I, when you when you finished your college no during my graduation days i would no, no. Uh, i'm asking like which year you um, completed your college day, the commerce college that was in 2011 2011 2011 yeah and then after that you joined for that uh, like iit 
no during the graduation i did during the uh, graduation with graduation yes okay diploma in it diploma uh, in where i was introduced to programming like c c++ and all that stuff and at that time i was interested in databases okay. initial plan was like i would do animations and then uh, uh, with same, diploma same. in it <laughs> <laughs> i remember when i was in bhopal in 2009 there was a big banner uh, above the there is a bridge and there is a banner for the animation classes i was like oh this is so cool <laughs> i want right. to do this and we want to do it <laughs> we want to do right. it <laughs> and yes with this study this diploma in it in a, a bit of programming i was interested in databases that time so i started my preparations towards uh, dba work database administrator in oracle I I'm also certified. <laughs> I ah, gave the certification exams cool. and all. Nice. And then um uh, I wanted to get into it more but somehow I was not getting that opportunity. I was not good at interviews I believe. Um and it, all this was in Mumbai. I studied there in Mumbai. So mm-hmm. I just came back and then uh here when I saw everyone was doing PHP all the companies and everyone Oracle was not in the scene at all. So I said okay fine my friend said let's uh, do that so I I did a small PHP course to get into uh, web development I already had HTML CSS knowledge so uh, when so uh, I did the which, PHP which year you you started learning about the PHP This is beginning of 2012 okay and then a uh, very quick one and a half month course for PHP mm. and then immediately I got the job wow uh, as a PHP developer Uh, which was good uh, mm-hmm. i i i got some confidence that okay mere mein problem nahi hai so i can do it i can make it work <laughs> yes yes hmm. and then laravel came pretty late into the picture i we worked with codeigniter cake php yes. long I, uh, for many years 2015 and uh, i i started laravel Mm-hmm. and that was laravel 5 time when i started okay. it was already 5 was released uh-huh. Uh-huh. i had no idea about laravel 4 <laughs> or earlier and mm-hmm. again it was by luck one of my friends say that this is good frenzy framework and then mm-hmm. you should try it right um, and i did and mm-hmm. i liked just like everyone else who tries laravel for the first time <laughs> yes. after coming from all the other frameworks mm-hmm. i also learned yii in the yeah, those days yee yeah and but then fall in love with laravel and then there was no uh, going back <laughs> yeah since laravel, then it's all laravel yeah obviously laravel is obviously a good framework amazing framework but people stick on laravel not just because of the framework but but because of the people around it the community we have and the support yes. we get the solution we get easily and uh, like the packages the sparty team everything around laravel is so great that even if suppose it was not so great obviously it is amazing framework but suppose it was not that great but the surrounding is so powerful that it is if you stuck if you just try laravel you will going to love it now goru bhai tell me about what happened after that you got the job that's good but now you are a company owner you have your fresh bits i think the company name how yes. this company is evolved and what was your thought process from uh, like a learner then a employee and then the 
CEO of a company. Feels good. Uh, uh, yeah, I feel I always wanted to do something on my own. It's okay. just the, the freedom that it gives you. Mm -hmm. um, it it helps. Uh, I really liked where I was working. It was a very good company, so I'm I'm very happy there too. It's just that I like to do things on my own and decide what to do next. Uh, learning so, as a learning, when, it it still continues. Yeah. When you were doing the job, uh, you were working with PHP or Laravel. PHP only. Okay, PHP only. Laravel not PHP into your life. Uh, and then uh, later in that stage, we were doing Cake PHP, but mainly oh. it was PHP only. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. I worked so, in the company for two and a half years. From and which year to which year? 2012 to end of 2014. Okay, and then you started your company. Um, yeah, and even during that time, I started freelancing. And then once the freelancing was at a good stage, Yes. I left the uh, job and then uh, went into full-time <clears throat> freelancing. Then after some more time, when, uh, once the freelancing was also growing, I started hiring people. Oh, good. So when was the time you registered for your company? It was 2015, starting 2015. So what actually motivates you to like create a company? And uh, obviously, you had more work. You you were hiring people for your work and that's a one part but registering a new company is a whole new entity it's a whole different world what motivates you to do that well, frankly speaking work you i was not that it was nothing new i mean it was nothing different it's just that okay i i am i am hiring team members and uh, mm -hmm. there should be a name so i just decided a name a website and okay. and uh, work-wise it was it was all good i mean at that point of time mm -hmm. up i would say up until um just one year back mm -hmm. i was never a businessman with <laughs> with that mindset i have always been like i love working i love developing mm -hmm. that's what i'm doing to be able to do it more to be mm -hmm. able to do it uh, to bigger projects i need a team so i started hiring but even after starting fresh bits for straight five six years i was i was always like if i have a project i wouldn't try to get another and i have yeah. never passed projects to other people mm -hmm. uh, for for just for money i mean never as a mm -hmm. businessman it, it it's just that i like doing what i do and i just wish to be a, a developer mm -hmm. and and that's what continued for a for a very very long time up until uh, I would say one year back, where I I thought like okay now is the time that I should be more on more management side, yeah, uh, business on more building. On money. Yes, uh, <laughs> not specifically for money, but yeah. our team size grew right. slowly. Obviously, you have to take care of everyone, right? And yeah. and also yes, we wish to now work on enterprise level projects. We wish right. to also make our own products and services, mm -hmm. which is not possible if, if I will be involved in day-to-day -day activities for, right. for long. How I have to get out and... How many employees do you have? Currently, we are a team of 10. Wow, team of 10. All uh, like in office or remote? All uh, One remote, otherwise we are uh, on site. Great. And what are the technologies you work? Obviously, Laravel and then? Vue.js. We use majority oh, Vue.js. Yeah. We are using Inertia.js too. 
and otherwise all the required tools uh, with that git and uh, related yeah, stuff yeah, that's, that's but mainly cool. it's 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 laravel and vuejs yeah whenever i i meet or i chat with any person who is running a successful company a big company like yours i have always two questions first question is how you approach for a client and second how you uh, price or budget for any project you are getting how you quote to the client so this is the two question i always want to know from everyone who is running a company because whenever i like uh, if i was uh, when i was trying to do the freelancing thing i was like how do i approach to the client okay so once somehow i get some client and then how should i price for this <laughs> so <laughs> can can you just explain me what's your mantra and what's you do for these two things so i bet as you said you you are asking all of the um, ceos or founders as you meet and i bet everyone will will be giving different answers majority yes. of them would have different way of looking yeah. at things because no one has figured it out there is no right answer yeah it is just that whatever works for you 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 go for it so in right. in our case mm-hmm. um searching for new work mm-hmm. uh honestly from the very beginning because i did the freelancing myself i was doing everything via upwork when i started it was odesk it, it okay. and then odesk uh, afterwards merged with elance and then uh, upwork was created Okay. um for for a very long time that was that was my go to place only place i would say to to get new work then over a period of time uh, as we worked with more and more clients the majority of the work would be uh, from past clients and word of mouth okay. and we more have been networking very lucky yes we have been very lucky there because i remember in last 3 4 years it it's been only few times where i would feel like okay now we will be having some availability in the near future and i need to go look for new work otherwise it we would have uh, always things on in the pipeline many really? a times we have uh, denied new projects because we would be um, doing other projects packed with our schedule mm. um and as i said i don't like to just pass to someone else because we are we always try to be very strict with our quality and whenever something goes out with the fresh bits name on it we we would make sure that it has all the things that we want in it um and we as i said we have been very very lucky that luckily we have right. got such a good clients who who have given wow. us repeated business good. and also references nice nice and the second part how how you quote for the projects pricing wise i have learned a lot recently uh which is instead of going overly so there is there is this um trajectory that i have seen in in and many people's career where they when they would start they would no one would trust them with with overly work generally it would be very small projects so yeah. clients would be like okay this is the work uh you have to do and i'm going to give you x amount only for this mm. if you want to do do it otherwise i have other people online right. people would do it then that that person or that company once they grow they would have some portfolio some mm-hmm. name brand so they they would start charging early that now people can trust us and we will be giving them good uh, results and that's and that's what they 
uh, they try that now we, we have to increase our hourly rate much uh, as as much as we can which which is what we did but then uh, after learning in fact i i would like to recommend one resource here mm. there is someone called jonathan stark who is uh, what's what's that the name of, the name is jonathan stark i'll i'll share you the link sure. which you can add in the show notes sure. that this person is actually a coach uh, he teaches you how to improve your pricing he teaches you how to uh, value price your projects and basically how to run uh, an agency even as a freelancer you can take his his learnings he he runs a daily email uh, subs- uh, newsletter which right. is it is a must i would recommend to any freelancer or a company wow. and he has some courses and uh, um, many of the group coaching and all he he does a lot of that and that is one of the most um, helpful thing that i have found yeah. to be useful for my own business because he he changed the way i would look at things wow. the to briefly discuss his learnings it's that please you, we should not try to go for more and more hourly projects and more hourly rates we should change back to fixed prices which which initially looks to like to people like us it looks counterintuitive yeah. but it it is indeed helpful because let's say we are working as a on an hourly project you are the client i am the freelancer mm-hmm. i have i have no uh, motivation to improve my productivity because the more hours i put mm-hmm. in the more i am going to be paid so yes. if tomorrow let's say that now we have chat gpt and there is a tool i can quickly do the search it would give me the code or test yeah. or whatever and i would put in your project if i do yes. that way i would be able to log only half an hours half hours then have it instead of let's say 10 i would say okay yeah. within 5 hours i'm done i have no motivation to do it because i'll yeah, be paid less good. for it yeah. uh, which is bad for business for you it is certainly bad and for myself as well because i will never grow i will never try new tools i will never try new ways i'll never try new, uh, new libraries whatever it is you'll only focus so, on how how to complete more hours to get more, hours, more. right yes. so value pricing is something that uh, is good on both the sides because one we have to be very clear on scope what needs to be done many times when it's early i i would say fine whatever you wish to do i i will do it i don't mind i just need to put my hours and i'll get the money right. today you say come you come to me and say develop this feature i'd say fine tomorrow you come to me and okay dump that create a new mm-hmm. one i would be fine there is there is no there is no issue exactly. which is which is bad because i would work for you long term let's say two three years uh and this way you are actually not clear you just you you are just making decisions based on what is going on mm. which which is very likely that as a client you would not mostly succeed because you are not focused you are just mm. doing whatever f- you feel we have seen many clients like that mm-hmm. they they don't need to worry about talking about fixed prices again and they have the money then they would mm-hmm. just go do this now do that do this yes, do that yes. the, mm-hmm. the the while i get the money but i don't get the portfolio which is exactly. necessary for my business for right. future business what once you leave mm-hmm. i would not get future work because i want i can't put it on my portfolio whatever mm-hmm. i worked for you is almost majority of the that is is gone i i mm-hmm. want that to succeed i want you to succeed exactly. then only i can go to people and say that mm-hmm. this is the site i worked on yes. and and yeah. that's what happened to me as well 
I, I have worked on many projects and, and majority of them are, are in the dump, dump yard now, <laughs> just like many other freelancers. Right. I can't show that. And, so, and and as programmers it is yeah. it is bad yeah so i just want to know like suppose uh, i'm i'm giving you one project and uh, uh, it's it's a basic project of let's say uh, library management project it's super basic but uh, i'm giving you as a client and you have to code for me so how mm -hmm. do you see a project how do you uh, think about it how much time it's going to take and uh, then what's your pricing how you uh, like quote for the client is it based on the country the people the resources you will need what what's your thought process when you get a new project in terms mm -hmm. of pricing yeah uh, well again as i said no one has figured it out neither have i <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's what, what's your thought process that's what i'm <laughs> so uh, this uh, going back to that point, uh, Jonathan Stark he has suggested that we go value based pricing, yes, which is good right. for all. Where a value based uh, price, not ideally, this is ideal. Yeah. We haven't got there yet. Okay. Yeah. I, we should be. I, I should be doing that way, which is I what I wish to do, which is that I will try to know about. Uh, for example, you come with this requirement. I'll try to ask you more questions about why you are coming with it, what are your plans to do it, how much investment you will be making for this, how much revenue you are expecting based on this. Wow. Okay. And then whatever my knowledge is in this field and based on what you wish to do, I would first decide myself whether I will be able to, able to do it give you the mm. ROI, return on investment, mm. whatever you are going to invest. Let's say yes. that your investment is going to be $50,000. I must be really sure that when you pay me $50,000, whatever my output is, whatever value I give to you, that should be worth more than two times, three times, four times, whatever most I can do. It has to be that. Then only, first of all, I should take your project. Otherwise, I should say okay. no. And so once decided that, yes, I will be able to provide you that value. Now there is no no question on, on, on the pricing. Uh, I mean, generally, again, the suggestion is that we go for uh, three different prices and, and based on that, three different ways of engagement. One is that uh, we are at this level that, yes, we can offer people like, okay, one is I will just consult. I'll just give you consultation where okay. uh, there will be your team or you will hire someone else. I'll just mm -hmm. consult them based on my experience. I'll tell them which technologies so to what use. Will be the, how to what plan. will be the charge for the consultation only if I have... 50,000 if I have $50,000 uh, for my project what's your consultation mm -hmm. fee around like not exactly but in uh, rough idea well while we we haven't done it I would say we okay. uh, this is ideal we huh. haven't done it uh, still we are we are offering the actual work because we have a team mm -hmm. most of the projects we would do we would do ourselves okay. uh, but the, again the suggestion is that we divide this into three services and that services again this question would be simple what is the ROI? If mm. the 2, 2x, 3x, 4x ROI as far as we can offer, we go for the maximum and, and, okay. and, and whatever is possible as mm. far as I'm giving you the, the ROI. And, mm. and, and the best part is this way you also filter the clients. If the client is more like he or she is focused on the business, mm. that yes, I want the business. And as far as this person, X person is giving me the guarantee or the commitment for 2X or 3X or 4X ROI, I don't care what he is earning what he and can. I don't care how much time he will be putting in. Mm. In mm. short, 
that is what is going on we are right. slowly moving towards the value based frank that's Good. what we are trying it's hard actually it's very hard to get away from this because first of all you need the authority you need exactly. to be the trusted name in the industry for it yes and 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 hence we are making all these efforts to uh, mm. speak at laracon then um doing the threads and all the different right. stuff that's what we are trying uh, to to make our name just like you are doing right. youtube videos one, yes. one of the very good ways to make your name in the world where people would just trust based on your your name exactly. and then and that point of time it is easy to command for value based pricing yeah. because people can trust you right so building trust is the only thing which i know for doing any kind of business because right. or not just yes. business in in life if you want anything you have to first build a trust so let's take example of this podcast not just you and other uh, like uh, people whoever i am reaching for this podcast will not like directly saying no or yes they will at least chat with me and they understand what the podcast is what i am trying to do why i am trying to do they are asking all these question because somehow they know that sarthak is a person or bitfilms is yes. uh, a channel somewhere they know that if he is doing something it has to be valuable so let's just figure it out otherwise right. if yes. if if i'm a random person i'm just messaging anyone hey i'm going to start a podcast they'll say who are you <laughs> why should i trust right. you why, why I should, should i waste your, my time why should i right. waste my time so True. this is really important to build a trust and considering the trust factor on a team i just want to know this thing that you have 10 people in your company and hiring is the really hard part of running a business it is <laughs> i know this i would say the I most hard i have started i have started doing this i'm really bad at it and if someone is doing it someone is doing it for long time there has to be some key factors you look into the people before hiring them so what you see in a person before hiring them for any uh, language or framework just just to hire person what's your uh, like viewpoint for that person it has changed over a period of time <laughs> many oh. times so so it's like and, uh, obviously you have learned various things things right. and you grow on uh, hiring people right yes right yeah and and also um i i i feel i i could i can do much much better i mean i'm not that good with with um uh, deciding or or whether this this person or mm-hmm. sitting in front of me is is going to be a good team member or not i'm i'm taking external help too uh, one of our team members is okay. is helping us with recruitment okay. part too um mainly that the important points that i look at is their background from where they have come their family even and then uh, what what has been their journey in case their experience uh, which companies they worked on why they left what is the thought process trying to know if if our way of working styles the way of our thinking the way of moving forward in our careers matches or not um and the the attitude i mean what attitude, attitude towards what the the way of looking at things some people would be complaining nature whenever uh, uh, in in whatever way yeah. you would put even the good things they would have complaints <laughs> some people would have low confidence that is we have here we have i have seen many people 
there they are actually very talented it's just that yeah. they have not been exposed to our bright programming right. world right. even when working on companies some companies would be like wouldn't try new technologies they would just mm. continue to work on whatever they are or yes. they would have their own set of frameworks kind of things they would have their own set of products they would just continue for a very long term and 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 it's unfortunate that programmers with very good skills very good mind they can quickly grasp new things but they would be never be exposed to that they would never be motivated to learn new things they would just stay where they are yeah. english is one of the challenge here uh, and all the our work happens in english right yeah. so english because of yeah. english they would have low confidence yeah. uh, they would try to go beyond that uh, and and see if this person really has that potential to do well in our programming world so from your answer i get very important thing like coding or having technical knowledge is like i can say obviously the technical knowledge is important but over the top of that the confidence level and speaking english or maybe just understanding the language of programming and english is very important because that's how you will be able to work with your team coding right. can can be done in any ways but if you can cannot explain what you are doing and what's the problem yes. you will not going to get the answer so one is the confidence second is how you speak the communication is has to be very important yes, communication skills, and the true. attitude towards the problem solving skill because if you are getting problem if you take that problem and sit there and oh my god i got this problem i can't do this i'm i'm a bad yes. programmer it's True. very bad it's very bad you have to be yes. positive you have to find solution solution oriented mind will get more like opportunities than a very amazing programmer isn't it good right right yeah. fear is one of the things i you're right that people uh, would have um, so yeah so for <laughs> for an interview if if i'm not that good in uh laravel but i am good in uh communication i am good in problem solving finding the solution i can do better right and technical skills can be taught technical you, you skills can, can be taught they, they can be trained yeah but the nature you cannot change the the nature of any person so True. yeah this is really amazing thing i'm going to create a shot for this and surely put it on my youtube and insta because this is really good and uh, i can say if i have to take one thing from this podcast this is the one thing which i will take really really <laughs> and we all are we all are learning new things this yeah, way every every time we meet new people we we learn new things but technical thing is also important so it is so suppose i am uh, going to uh, give interview for your company so what is the one thing you will going to ask me uh, for laravel and uh, like not me i mean not sarthak and i'm i want to know like as a person who is uh, going to give uh, interview for a laravel developer what is the one question you will going to ask well just, just we don't random. have uh, generally we go for a coding test a very simple coding test where we tell um uh, the candidate kind so, of coding test that would be very simple create retrieve update delete uh, mm -hmm. it's it's, it's just that, but out of that we get lots of yes and and preferably we tell them to use 
git and all and and so what just you, use ajax like or what you see inside, inside that, that so many things we we get the ideas i mean it's very simple but their their coding um, formatting how mm-hmm. how do they format their the naming uh, variable yes. names method names are they trying to be very clear are they or, or they just try to just quickly and then when we look at code we immediately get the idea whether they have copied from somewhere else we we <laughs> tell them to it is okay to copy mm-hmm. from somewhere else but at least clear it up make it yes. your own code if you copied yes. if you copied another module let's say you have copied the books module but mm-hmm. we have told you to make a products module at least rename the variables mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, people exactly. many people don't even do that <laughs> just copy and paste <laughs> right so when when we get the code i i don't even run it i don't remember i have never run their code i don't care if it works or not just looking at the code i get lots of clues yes. and then out of that i ask them the questions not not new questions are not needed just looking at code i i get the idea whether this person has coded it or not and just un- questioning yes, that obviously. and based on the way they answer you get the idea uh, how good they are with with whatever yeah. they are talking about do you do you focus on the principle the rules uh, solid principle oops concept do you focus more on that or if people is is willing to learn these things you will say like okay i will teach you later these things if you if you code well we will uh, take you is it is it like that or you directly focus on you have to know the oops concept you have to know the solid principle and another thing i wish that would happen but uh, <laughs> the situation here is like hard we are not getting enough uh, good candidates to to keep those filters uh, i wanted to but we had to get those filters out where as i said we, we would just try to gauge the potential of candidates almost always a majority of the candidates wouldn't know about because of english mainly they don't know sometimes right. when they look at things they can understand but if if i were to ask them okay what is polymorphism what is encapsulation they would be like what, what? <laughs> no, but, no they were like eh <laughs> you're right <laughs> so, yes um majority of them don't do it even i would say i'm also not good at some of the terms that good expert developers in our community know and and they would be easily able to inform other people about what what they're talking about but when we look at things we would have an idea what it is mm. so yeah overall the culture here when it comes to basics yes we expect that they would understand what the object oriented programming is okay uh, at least basics right right um, but yeah we have to train in most of the cases or mm. almost always we have to mm. go through it and and see how they how they improve good okay uh, so you you uh, said that you are one of your hobbies is reading books tell me three amazing book you have ever read or you want to read and uh, maybe we will get some good insight from that so one book that i would recommend anyone no matter where they yeah. work no matter yeah. at which stage they are in their career yeah. Yeah. how to win friends and influence people by wow. dale carnegie so that book is something that everyone should read no matter who that person is what he does uh, if nothing, you always i think you, you can't see but it's there in my bookshelf if you see mm. that's there okay. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> amazing book yeah it is so it first is. is this one second and the yeah, second one that i would recommend is the 
lean startup okay that is uh, by eric ries and we as developers are always like whenever we wish to start our own product or service yes. we would be start developing and then you search ek aur feature one more feature one more feature this is not <laughs> enough this is not enough and you oh. would be like always <laughs> this happened the past to me <laughs> it, happens, it has happened with all the people who had done side projects <laughs> right right yes this and is amazing book which is this book tells you why oh, you yeah. should stop uh, and and Better focus you. on uh, the main things start getting customers early and the third right. one is uh, is the is by the basecamp founders dhh and jason fried uh, that book is it doesn't have to be crazy at work oh the, the name is this that doesn't yeah the name of the book at... is it doesn't have to be ah, crazy at work and I this book this. And... it is very good for bigger teams like mm-hmm. they tell you why you should be you should not always like whenever you work just work 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 very hard always on stress do more 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 and then there would be people disturbing each other lots mm-hmm. of meetings and they have put very good points about how to be uh-huh. a bit more calm how mm-hmm. to be more uh, mindful about what you are doing and mm-hmm. ultimately still you would have lots of output and and growth you don't have to be always right. like on the on on your foot running it's it's not needed right. it's it's a, they have got a very good message in that book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow this these, these three are really amazing book i i have tried one first and second third one i just heard about this and very soon it will be on my list and i would go for bonus book <laughs> yeah <laughs> is, sure is, yeah sure there are many actually but the one that i am supposed to work next i wish to work next is uh, you can't hurt me it is about a person who has run huge number of marathons but it's okay. just that that person has pushed all the boundaries of human limitations like oh. physically how much you can achieve uh, as far as my client says so it's like that that person would anytime would just start start running and run run for 100 miles it would not be a huge thing for for that oh. person wow and and that he has written a book you can't hurt mm. me where he shares his experience and everything great good good so i asked for 3 i got 4 this is really <laughs> great gorav <laughs> this is this is why i really like you you, you uh, whenever i ask you anything whether it is professional and personal and i this is oh, what okay. i really like you and i i i remember when i shared with you the mizo hub you straight said that hey you have to work this 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 is product is not that good initially i thought why he is saying like this then i thought hey this is the real person who is giving the real insight it's not like he just said that hey you are going doing great sarth go ahead everyone is doing that everyone is saying that but gorav said what really means and what is required to create a good product and to make my life better and that's why i when i heard that gorav is going to be the laracon speaker i was like this is the time i need this person on my podcast <laughs> and uh, finally perfect my pleasure tell, yeah tell everyone like where they can reach you for lots of things we have talked about if they have any question like people want to message you how do they reach well uh so for lara community i am mostly active on twitter so uh, you can so what's your twitter handle can, uh, i'll share the exact link it's my name and oh, i'll, I'll share the exact link with you you can add in the 
ஒன்னிங் uh maybe uh, laravel india podcast season 2 will i will start with you or we, then we will talk more and uh, excited more stuff. let's do it <laughs> <laughs> yes maybe laracon 2024 <laughs> before that <laughs> okay uh, gorav bhai thank you very much once again and uh, all the best for your talk all the best for thank you. your thank you so much. company and your personal life be happy and stay positive always